Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Welcome, everybody, to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security, and we are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett, Atlanta studio, located in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area and people with those businesses, especially that serve in Gwinnett County. All businesses have security concerns, though not all of them about physical security, and we will touch on a little bit of that. We're going to focus on all aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, and I'm glad to have him with me, is Matt Reeves. Matt is an attorney here in uh, Gwinnett County, and he is also running for state senate. But let's talk a little bit about Matt. Matt, uh, tell us about who you are, what, where you've come from, what got you where you are today. Thanks, Rick. And Rick, it's an honor to be here with you today. I enjoy uh, getting to see you out in the community uh, as a businessman and also dedicated to civic life. You really are uh, generous with your time, so it's an honor to spend some time with you today. Rick, I was born down in Americus, Georgia, in Sumter County near Albany. Uh, When I was in kindergarten, my family moved to uh, Jacksonville, Florida, so I grew up in Jacksonville, but uh, stayed in touch with family in Georgia and uh, uh, came back to Georgia to go to college at Mercer down in Macon. Uh, got married uh, shortly after college. My wife, Suzette, uh, was born in Dublin, Georgia, and moved to Jacksonville also when she was young and came back to Georgia to go to Mercer just like me. Uh, went to law school, uh, started at Mercer, and then transferred to the University of Georgia Law School. So I'm a proud uh, Mercer and UGA alum. Go dogs! Uh, go dogs! I'm glad they're off to a good start this year. We'll keep our fingers crossed uh, for this weekend. But... Uh, been uh, at Anderson Tate and Carr Law Firm here in Duluth for 15 years. I've lived in Duluth all that time. Uh, my wife Suzette and I have three kids, uh, ninth grade, sixth grade, and third grade. We're active, uh, uh, go to church at Perimeter Church. I've uh, been active in Rotary and Duluth Business Association and uh, the Gwinnett County Bar Association and leadership positions and all those and just, you know, love serving our community and think I could do a good job uh, in the state senate for that. I know we'll talk about that later, but we'll talk about legal legal things in nature uh, first as, as they pertain to security. Yeah, my trainer is from Americus, okay. Aycock. Uh, he's yeah. from, he was born down there in Mercus. That's right. But, uh, yeah, the you know, and, of course, Gwinnett leadership, leadership Gwinnett. Right. Uh, we both came out of that same class there. That's right. That's where we really got to know each other a little bit. But, you know, I know that, like in security, law has seen a lot of changes over the past, especially since – September the 11th, having just gone through that date again, um, kind of what have you seen as far as changes and, and, and how things are working in the legal system today? Good question, Rick. And I, I do business in real estate litigation and banking and probate, so I'm not on the front lines on uh, criminal issues, uh, but I'm tough on crime. My dad retired as a prosecutor in the Southwestern Circuit last year, and I, I did third-year practice in law school working at the DA's office outside of Athens. But Uh, From my dad's experience being a small-town lawyer, he mentioned when crack cocaine hit the streets, that's when the police forces had to proliferate to get uh, on top of crime. Here in Gwinnett County, our law enforcement officers work hard, and they are stretched to the max because we're fighting some heavy-duty 
uh, criminal element, uh, gangs, um, uh, heroin dealers, opioid dealers, human traffickers, and other drug dealers. Uh, we need to, at the state level, really support with resources and uh, all the tools that our local law enforcement prosecutors need to uh, keep our quality of life good here in Gwinnett County and in uh, Johns Creek uh, to get those drug dealers uh, and gangs out. Um, that's it's critical. We need to uh, support our, our local officials in that regard at the state level. Also, you know, we're the number one school system in Georgia. Absolutely. We have 180,000 uh, kids in school, and um, we need to have school safety. Uh, that's a, a fact of life now. Uh, thank, thank the good Lord that we haven't had any tragedies uh, here in our area, but that's because our officials are very vigilant and on the cutting edge, and I think we need to give them the resources that they need. One bright idea I heard across the river in, in uh, North Fulton is uh, they want to advocate for more flexibility with their edu education SPLOST money to supplement school security with those uh, abundant that's funds. Idea. That's going to take a constitutional amendment. Yep. That's why I think I can help at the state Senate being a Republican state senator to work from the majority side of the aisle to get important things like that done. It's going to take uh, somebody who's in the room uh, when important decisions are made to advocate uh, you know, big projects and heavy lifts like that of a constitutional amendment. Well, one of the things that I've become extremely aware of and involved in lately is uh, I'm working with a company called ACG up in North Georgia and another company out of the north. They brought a system over from Afghanistan and, and Iraq and, and the services that's a, a shot recognition system, a shooter recognition. It's it's something that I'm just I'm fascinated with. We're fixing to partner up with them and try. And I, I would love to see the schools, really entertain. In fact, on October the, I believe it's the 23rd, uh, we're going to be at the, at the Sinesta. We're going to have a presentation of this system, that I'd like to invite everybody to. That uh, you know would like to just get in get in touch with me and I'll do it. But it's something that they can really be proactive toward uh, an active shooter where you can cut down on there's no way to 100 percent prevent it but you can end that aggression as quickly as possible and save as much damage and life loss as you possibly can and that's what it's really all about as a parent of three uh children uh who are school age uh a child's life is priceless we've got to get serious about school security and giving our schools the the resources uh that they need to keep our schools safe to keep our children safe you know, one thing they've done also in Johns Creek, the, the local police department there, the schools have invited them in to partner there. And, and I know the Gwinnett County schools are very proactive on school safety. Every school is different, but we know that, you know, there's a high correlation between, you know, mental illness, uh, young people, um, you know, coming back to schools uh, with soft targets with, uh, with guns. And we need to get serious about uh, hardening those soft targets and keeping Absolutely. our kids safe. Well, yeah, and by the way, while I'm thinking about it, on October the 23rd, you're invited to that. Uh, I'll send you an invitation to it. It's yeah. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., and it'll be right here at the Sinesta. It's going to be awesome. But, um, you know, just going through the whole legal system, you know, you have to deal with a lot of legislative stuff and, and on both sides, from the personal and private, and then moving into the position you're trying to move into here. The legislature is a different animal. You know, how do the how do you deal with them? How what kind of legislature are you looking to get promoted besides the uh, gun stuff, safety Thank, stuff? Thanks, Rick. Uh, you know, the Le Georgia legislature meets forty business days a year, uh, and it's a two-year term. And 
as someone who's a, a business and real estate litigation lawyer, I can file a legislative stay that would let me, you know, carve out some time for my law practice. Ten years ago, I was the House Judiciary Committee legal counsel here in Georgia and got to Did spend a legislative that. session down there. I was Wendell Willard's lawyer, uh, the House Judiciary Chair, and uh, he's the one who spearheaded a lot of these new cities in North DeKalb and North Fulton, mm -hmm. like Johns Creek and Peachtree Corners here in Gwinnett. And um, I got to see those 1,300 bills that fly through the, the legislature and learn that, you know, it's almost important to uh, – defeat bad bills or identify and defeat bad bills as it is to enact uh, good bills that are needed. And you've Sometimes got to have, it's a lot harder, too. It is, and spotting the issues and uh, forming the relationships and the coalitions to get uh, legislation done. You've got the House and the Senate as well as the governor's office. You can get good legislation passed and it could get vetoed. So I think having a good working partnership and having a position of strength uh, – from the Senate would benefit our community very well. And by the way, my Senate district, District 48, is all of Duluth and Berkeley Lake. It's part of Swanee, part of Peachtree Corners, most of Johns Creek, and then part of Lawrenceville. So it's it's a big district with a lot of different things. But you know, one thing that's in common is uh, folks have come here from all around the state and the country and the world to live the American dream. You know, to get their kids educated, run a business, have freedom uh, and safety, and and I'm proud to be running in a district as diverse and, and uh, optimistic and hardworking as uh, District 48 is. It's a great place to, uh, to get out and know people and, and at, be a friend and an advocate. But some things uh, that I've run on the last year and I'm focused on, you know, I, I want state government to be pro-taxpayer and to treat our money like we treat our money, which is very responsibly and with priorities. And I'd like to keep the state income tax going down. They made a small step, a quarter and possibly a half percent reduction this year, which would put us at five and a half percent if it if the economy stays good. Uh, you know, Florida and Texas are major jobs competitors. They don't have income taxes there. So I want to make sure that uh, Georgia income taxes are as low as they can be while keeping our bond rating and funding our schools and public safety and roads and things like that, the necessities. Number two, I'd like to keep us number one in job growth uh, like we've been the last five years. I think that's such a blessing and benefit to be number one in job growth the last five years, and I want to keep that going. We can keep that going by staying pro-business. Uh, that's how we got there, by being pro-taxpayer and pro-business. But also, we need to get out there and unclog those traffic arteries so that people can commute effectively uh, and conveniently uh, in the morning and the afternoon and get to and from work. Number two, public safety, as we've talked about, make sure our kids are safe at school and make sure our neighborhoods are safe. Get these gangs out of our community. Get tough on gangs. Um, I want to be a transportation hub for good things, not bad things. Uh, we need to get those uh, that criminal element out. And then finally, traffic solutions. You know, we need, uh, I'm sorry, uh, education. We need to keep fully funding QBE. Um, you know, that, that formula, that school funding formula has been around 30 years. This is... Uh, this last year was the first year that we fully funded it. I want to keep that going. Now, we're able to do that because the economy's good because we've been pro-business. So a lot of uh, things that we want in terms of traffic solutions and schools and law enforcement, that comes from having a robust Georgia economy. And I don't want to take a step backwards in um, having you know regulations and other government red tape that stifles uh, business and hard work. I want to keep uh, the economy robust here in Georgia. Well, you can look at the incident we had with 85 when it when it collapsed. 
uh, get the government red tape and all that out of it, and all of a sudden you've got stuff that can get done fast and, and al- better. And also it was a priority. It, it was number one on the list. I think state government ought to do a few things and do them well, and they ought to leave the rest of the decision-making authority and money to the taxpayers and to the local elected officials. I trust local officials, and they trust me too. I've gotten a lot of endorsements from local elected officials. I'm honored uh, about that, and I I definitely will work with uh, uh, our local elected officials to have good government. You know, I I believe in terms of government, there's no government spending program that's any better for a person than a job is. Absolutely. And there's, there's no government spending program any better for a child than a family is. That's why I put adoption and foster care as something that I want to keep improving to the point that George is a national leader in that area. The, um, you know, one of the big things, and you brought it up, is, you know, keeping a, a consistency to where people work together at all three levels of the government. And with, uh, well, not so much levels, but between the, you know, the House, the Senate, and the uh, governor's office. And that's another thing that's important is making sure that you don't sit there and get, get someone in that is automatically, you know, nixing your bills and putting uh, just because they want to, such as going on now. But the main thing is finding some way to find the cooperation to get things done. And that's what's so important. Absolutely. You know, this year on the ballot in Gwinnett County, you've got uh, Rosanna Sabo, who's an awesome solicitor. She's up for election. She goes to work every day at the courthouse. You've got uh, Lynette, uh, Lynette Howard and John Hurd, who are county commissioners. They, too, have their meetings at the courthouse. You have me and then all five of the House districts uh, in my Senate district uh, have competition. Scott Hilton, Paula Hastings, Bonnie Rich, Valerie Clark, Kelly Stewart over in Johns Creek. And so um, you've got the courthouse, the state house, and then uh, you've got two congressional races. Forty percent of my district, it's Karen Handel. Sixty percent is Rob Woodall. So literally you've got the courthouse, the state house, and the White House who will feel the impact of your vote this year. And so definitely be an educated voter, fill out the whole ballot, and get all of your friends and neighbors to vote. I think that's the most important thing that a lot of people fail to do is they fail to truly educate themselves on the facts of the people that are running or the issues they're running on. They take a lot of misinformation and disinformation, and they take it as fact, and gosh knows social media is about as far from facts most of the time as you can get. But the main thing is to, to really educate yourself and make, a, make an educated, con, informed decision. Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit more about, uh, about the running for the state. Sure. Um, David Schaefer is the current state senator for the state Senate seat, and he ran for lieutenant governor. And he started uh, about a year and a half ago uh, formally running for lieutenant governor, and that's when I started running for the state Senate. Um, you have to uh, spend a lot of your time on fundraising, and I've tried to make that fun uh, for uh, supporters and have had, you know, fun events uh, around the district. I've raised my money locally. Uh, I'm, I'm really disturbed by the trend of money coming into legislative races from California and, Absolutely. you know, uh, outside groups. I think that uh, one thing that's special about a state legislative race is it's bottom-up democracy. I've talked to uh, – a friend who grew up in Romania before it uh, became more free. And uh, when Romania was communist and behind the Iron Curtain, kids would, you know, starting in kindergarten, have the government, you know, telling them what to do and indoctrinating and brainwashing them. 
Uh, here in America, you know, it's supposed to be uh, government from the bottom up, not from the top down. And so I think these outside groups coming into Georgia, we need to vote in a way that will put a stop to that this year. But running for the state senate, I have, uh, you know, I've really focused on keeping my law practice and family and, you know, faith and uh, things like that as, as the priority. And then in my free time, which is the way it's supposed to be as a citizen legislator, get out there and do a good job being in touch with the local community as a state senate candidate. So, you know, things out there in the community, civic activities and, you know, business meetings and things like that and, and groups of people who care a lot about the community, that's what I've spent my time doing the last year and a half is getting out there and, and uh, being in touch with uh, people's needs in the community. Well, I've listened to you a few times at some of your events, and, of course, I've heard you before on a personal basis, and I can honestly say that both of them jive. It's not like you hear one side, one way talking when you're on a personal basis, one way talking when you're on a political basis, one way talking when you're on a business basis. You're pretty even keel all the way through, which is, which is unusual, to say the least, today, and it's one of the things that I, I really in, I admire about you is the fact that you are even keel and you're, you're, you're the who you present yourself as. Thank you. I appreciate that, Rick, and uh, same goes for you. I appreciate the dedication you have, and I think that's part of, you know, being a you know, healthy person out there in civic life. You've got your, you got your faith in your family. You got your um, uh, business, and then go give some public service and make your community better. Go serve people, seniors, children, people who are counting on people out there in the business community to, to help them with. You know, one thing, uh, going back to what you learn or what you do running for the state senate, one thing I've learned a lot about is health care. Uh, people's family budget is getting impacted big time with health care. Um, I will not rehash arguments uh, about Obamacare. People already know all about that. You're either for or you're against it. Well, but here, here's something that I think we can all agree with. Deductibles have risen a lot since 2009. I was talking to a gentleman yesterday or last week in Peachtree Corners. His deductible is now $7,500 a year. Uh, nine years ago, it was much, much lower. $7,500 a year for a typical family in uh, Gwinnett County, um, you know, that's going to eat up a significant part of their cash. And so... I think we need to, my, my principle, my guiding philosophy on health care is I want patients to have access and choice and high quality, and I want um, the cost to go down, deductibles, premiums, and, and health care costs in general, and I think the two can go together. If we can um, get this government and third-party payer emphasis minimized, and get some cash in people's hands so that they are the customer in addition to the patient, and they are educated uh, customers uh, as patients and empowered, I think that will help a lot. Well, I think a lot of the problem today is insurance companies fail to look at the person as a customer. They look at them as a, you know, we're here, you got to have it, and this is what you're going to get, and like it or not, this is what your price is going to be. And I think the competition going across state lines, this type of stuff, I mean, it, it can mean a lot when there's actually competition and people wanting to provide you a better service for a lower cost. That's the way capitalism works. And, you know, it, it's just a matter of getting it, in the, getting it put in place and getting it actually done. Rick, being somebody who's from the small business community, from my legal background, also friends and neighbors, uh, being from that world, I think that uh, a good place to start is uh, getting solutions and empowerment of individuals and small business people to pool 
figure out ways for them to to have more empowerment on purchasing of insurance and uh, have more options and more choice on insurance for individuals and small business. Uh, if you're in a middle-sized company, uh, your HR person can go negotiate with insurance companies and, and uh, get some savings and some good deductibles. If you're out there as an individual or small business, I think we need to figure out a way to empower those folks to have pooled uh, leverage on health care costs. Well, the more, the more of a base that you have when you're negotiating, the more negotiation you can do, that they're willing to do. And if you have people, well, like your major, major companies, they're really not a problem. They have the money, they can do what they need to do, and they can tout it as a benefit and all that. But when you get down into the smaller companies like us, and you're just individuals that aren't working, you've got to have some leveraging power. And right now, we're not given any. All the, all the leveraging power is really in the insurance company's hands. And there's a way to, for them to make good money and still provide good service at a good cost. It's just nobody's really required it. Right. And, you know, Georgia, we're now a leader. We've been number one in job growth for five years. We're a top seven or eight state in terms of population. There are very few school systems in the country that have 180,000 kids like we do in Gwinnett County. We're a leader now, and so we get to set, set the, uh, the agenda and we get to find out solutions. And the question on this year with State Senate and other races is, who are you going to send down there to be a leader? Are you going to send somebody who's going to have more government or somebody who's going to have more freedom and uh, more attention to the taxpayer and the small business and the locals, uh, local control as opposed to control in Washington? Well, that's one of the reasons why I stress you've got to be able to inform yourself completely and really study what the people are doing and not so much study what they what they say they stand for study what they've done study what they've said in the past and take a look and see how is that going to affect how things are today not just it sounds great you know i got free stuff and you know this is just super i don't have to pay that'll save me money what's the real cost on it because nothing's for free that's right well Government can do stuff for free, but that's uh, when you hear free and government, you think expensive. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, who pays for that free stuff? Right. It ain't free. As, as, <laughs> as Margaret Thatcher said, the flaw of socialism is sooner or later you run out of other people's money. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's, and there's a way that government can operate and do what they need to do and still support. I think that's the key word to support the private sector. And instead of just trying to take over everything and say, we can do it better. Rick, I was reminded during these Supreme Court confirmation hearings uh, the need to keep as many decisions uh, at the local level as possible. When you get up to the Washington, D.C. level, um, you're going to have gridlock and dysfunction pretty much constantly. That's why I believe important decisions ought to be made at the local level. Let's reserve state government and the federal government for things that we really need them for, like national security and at the state level, things like our transportation network across the state and our state uh, being there to help our, our local schools with funding and resources and state-level resources for fighting uh, state-level trafficking of you know gangs and drugs and stuff like that, and then leave the money and the power with taxpayers and local elected officials otherwise. Yeah, and the human trafficking as well, which is getting oh, to be yeah. tremendous. I know that, you know, 
transportation is a really, really big issue. And I know Gwinnett has really had, just fought it over all these years. But uh, I'm glad to see that there's more emphasis, there's more cooperation, and there's, it's coming to Gwinnett County in some form or fashion. I know Charlotte Nash has worked awfully hard, uh, Chairman of the Commission. And it, it's just a matter of it's great to see people that are working to get something resolved around this transportation issue. I'm an infrastructure Republican. For 15 years, I've worked with you know business and real estate professionals on issues that relate to transportation. Uh, we've we've moved from you know at when the Olympics was here, we had about half as many people as we do now. So the uh, the last generation, the last 20 years, have been good to Georgia, but we got to catch up on our transportation network. People have to be able to get to and from work. So I think an all of the above solution where we have a variety of transportation options to get to and from work and have a commitment and a priority on transportation, that meat and potatoes issue, education, transportation, law enforcement, and then leave the taxpayers and locals with the money and the authority. Well, I know Gwinnett, uh, the Gwinnett County Chamber of Commerce has got a group that's going out to Salt Lake City. Uh, Joe Allen with the uh, Gwinnett Place CID and a few others are, are going out there to take a look at their transportation because they're doing an awesome job on transportation out there. So they're going to be bringing back a lot of information that hopefully will will enhance some of the ideas here. I know uh, with the um, leadership Gwinnett, we have that opportunity switching over kind of to the education part to where we get to do the uh, principal for a day. Are you going to be doing it this year or are you going to be tied no, up? No, uh, I did Centerville Elementary down below Snellville uh, in leadership Gwinnett and learned a lot that day. Uh, my son went to Coleman Middle School uh, and I was at Coleman again last night. Uh, I've gone back uh, in a community advisory committee, and it was really um, a learning experience yesterday to hear um, that school has gone from number six to number three in their ranking. Uh, it's improved, uh, uh, and that's a great STEAM middle school, which is uh, the only one in the state. So our schools are doing great things, and I've learned a lot have been honored to be a parent as well as uh, somebody who supported them. I, I was on the East Plus, the Education Plus renewal campaign back in 2011, and um, we need to support our local schools. That's where 95% of our, our students go, um, and you know I know uh, there's a role for other educational options, but I'm a big supporter of our Gwinnett County schools as well as those great schools across the river, Johns Creek, Northview, Chattahoochee, and all the middle schools and high schools tied to them. We've got a lot of options in Gwinnett County, public and private, and there's a, just a lot of tremendous schools here. I know I'm going to Creekland this year, so all right. that's going to be awesome. Um, well, you know, it's been absolutely fantastic having you here to talk with us uh, and get some of these ideas out. Love hearing about the Anderson Tate & Carr. And, I mean, that's a great law firm and uh, very active in Gwinnett County, very public service-minded and oriented. And I know you've done so much work in the public sector and so much work in the giving sector of yourself and of your time. It's just, uh, it's awesome to sit back and watch. Well, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you, Matt, and, and maybe help out or donate or just if they've got problems on legal matters or something, they want to have a good attorney, uh, how would they go about getting in touch with you? Rick, thanks so much. Um, ATCLawFirm.com is our law firm website. Vote Matt Reeves is my... Uh, Campaign website, um, at Vote Matt Reeves on Twitter, 
Matt Reeves for State Senate on Facebook. Uh, 770-236-9768 is my number. What was that number again? 770-236-9768. I'd love to get to hear uh, any issues that I can help with, whether it's on the legal side or uh, uh, out there making the case for the State Senate. I'd be honored to earn people's support. Well, there's a lot of people can use it, and a lot of people looking forward to it. And we're, I'm, you know, best of luck to you. And don't forget October the 23rd. But, Absolutely. Um, I just want to uh, say thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 11:30 in the morning, even though I was a little late this morning. And you can uh, listen to, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com clicking on Gwinnett Studio, and then click on, of course, Case in Point. Join us next week, and we'll be talking to another student, another business leader, another community leader in some form or fashion. Thanks again to my guest, Matt, and we really appreciate it. For all the producers, from Mike, and, and he let Trey go today, so gave him an off day. Nice guy. I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security, we cover more than just your assets.